Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Bo- po- uh, Podcast. Podcast. Podcasting. Podcast. Um, my guest Rosanna's chiming in on me. Uh, she's helping me enunciate because I'm I had a weird day. I uh, went to build and gather, which was rad. I left work Thursday, got to deliver a bike for Jared from the Zeros, who just finished all his uh, exams, and he's uh, airplane mechanic now, which is awesome. And then got to, so I get there late. And it's like 2.30 in the morning. And like, Chan and Patrick are so awesome. Um, they had like a distorted voice on their ring ring <laughs> doorbell thing. And, like, and I didn't uh-huh. even think about it at all. And I guess Patrick was halfway freaking. I was like, oh, I got the fucked up. And it was like trying to figure it out. Anyways, I got to sleep. I woke up in the morning. Chad came in. Like a package was delivered. It actually was Treatland's, uh, all their stuff they're giving for the event. I, I intercepted oh, nice. that for FedEx. So I... Uh, impersonated Chad Burke for FedEx uh, delivery people, so we'll keep that hush hush between all of, yeah, all of us. Um, yeah, yeah, and oh, now my phone's right here. Um, but I asked for a cup of coffee because everybody knows I need a coffee. I'm not drinking coffee right now. I'm drinking Diet Coke because I am. Yeah. Um, but I went to a coffee shop, and apparently they have seasons on coffee shops at Kalamazoo because I stopped at one and said closed for the season. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. So I just picked oh, yeah, the very here too. Yeah. I so I just picked um the next coffee shop down the road and I'm fucking tired. I'm just out of it. I order my coffee. It's a little expensive because I'm cheap, but whatever. I still tip. I sit down. I look it over one way. There's a bunch of people there. I don't want to sit next to anybody. I want to be left the F alone. And Mars gets a hold of me because he's in town and we're gonna get breakfast. And I'm just like Okay, let's just okay. And I asked the barista, I'm like, hey, where's a good place to get good, good greasy spoon, you know, some sausage and all that. And I always fuck this. This is a running joke in my life. Know your audience, Jim. Um, I was allowed to know that this person was a vegan and they didn't know where I could get some good sausage links. Uh-huh. And um, but they suggested a place called Nina's. And then I start looking around, and I see a cutout of a minority motor. And then I see moped paraphernalia on the walls. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I've been there for way too long not to notice any of this. And I asked the barista, is this Dan Kastner's coffee shop? She goes, yeah. I'm like, huh, you guys got my coffee to me and on time. And it's the right one. You guys have stepped it up here. I was at the old 77 moped shop. And and I will say this, anybody who's like, there's always the hush tones and rumors. No, that's, that's no longer a moped shop. Like, there's nothing there, like other than posters and stuff like that on the wall. Like, there's like, there's no moped stuff there anymore. Oh, well, uh, they figured out a viable business model. You mean? Uh possibly, but like, that kind of bummed me out a little bit. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like Dan and everything. And I was, it was, it all happened way before my time. But it's like, it's like somebody kept repeating and repeating and repeating and fucking up and. I don't know. I, I'm not going to get into it. It's not my business. It's not my thing to say. It's just like when stuff like when an idea dies or like a moment, like it, it kind of bummed me out a little bit. But what didn't yeah, bum me out? Sometimes some ideas need to die for new yeah. ones to be born. You know? Yes. Like, I agree with you, I agree with you there, uh, Rosanna. 
And I want to say a few things. With that being said, everybody who's participated in um, Moped Army are in your clubs. Here's an idea. Maybe get everybody like a $20 treat gift certificate or a dose treat certificate or something like that. Just so you know, sometimes businesses in our community need help during the holidays because it is a slow time and everybody's like dragging their feet about buying stuff. I know treats just had the big sale, but you know, that stuff can help businesses get through the, you know, the off season, if you will. Cause this is true. I had to go. We all need money for parts. Exactly. So like a wonderful Christmas present. Jim, (laughs) do you remember that time that we were in a greasy spoon diner on Baker's Okay. And I don't remember what you asked the waitress, but just back to knowing your audience, you asked her something and she looked at you and then she walked away and it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's that's about 90% of the waitresses of my life. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, this is like an everyday occurrence for me. You're right? just, like, you're just not, not good with the wait staff. I, but know what? The thing about it is, I may say, and it's generally not in generally, generally not in a harassing manner, people. I want that I want that noted. It's like knowing my audience. And like, um, no, it wasn't that it was a grease spoon. It was a goddamn, I think it was at the freaking no, steakhouse. No, it was at the atomic pickle. No, there was a separate one of the steakhouse. Oh, the atomic pickle. Times. They can go. For, no. no, the atomic, the pickle, atomic pickle. I think you asked her why the, why there was nothing in the town. Or something yeah. along those lines. You were like, "What?" You were like, "Why is there nothing in this town? Why does all the restaurants suck?" And she just looked at you, dead eyes, and walked away. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fair." <laughs> I, think, I think she was pissed about me kept on inquiring about like them having no fried pickles when there was. Well, yeah, uh... and you asked her for like three different sauces, and she, I think she was just like, <laughs> "Done with you. Yeah, your limited sauces. I'm not talking to you anymore." <laughs> yeah. Cocktail sauce. That's what I was looking for. I guarantee that's my go-to. I was oh, getting yeah? some fried. It was it was dinner time because we weren't there because that was when all the good old boys like got pissed off when we all showed up. They're like, Ugh, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was interesting. Were, like, we're gonna we're gonna definitely rewind and get to Baker's, but like I'll wrap up a little bit on um my I'm not gonna do a big extra show for um uh the build and gather but it was a good time you know i would would actually like to know like what were people working on and how yeah sierra going and sierra brought her uh by bike i hope sand parts for like five minutes i didn't do shit um john esty brought his unique like suzuki maxi and he actually used some of the powder coat some of the powder that uh zach from pike donated and i talked him into a safety orange and orange on black is yes. awesome and like it turned out pretty well colors. what i love all the safety colors yes day glow colors are the goodest mm-hmm. um and then like dylan J- dylan like the chimp bastard showed up and those guys are all like nice i enjoy them there's a bunch of silly guys um mars was there obviously kelly came in uh zach sierra came in uh, John Esty from the Daggers. Like I'm just a lot of decon showed up. Any of the Chicago up. people come over? Uh yes. Uh, Koi Pond was there. El Turo. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Turo. Um, a few other like team randos from uh 
Chicago came oh. and like some it was like three girls. One girl knew somebody from Go from uh Goshen Club hmm. and like her friends came and like I said, You guys are from Chicago? No, we're looking for mopeds. And I did point them in Koi Pond's direction and I don't know what happened after that. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And what was I gonna say? It was yeah, it was just people working on stuff obviously um no major catastrophes happening i believe um moped beach club they were the powdered coating champions of the weekend Dwayne from Sp- formerly a spicy boy showed up that was like his first moped event since 2019 he's like combination of just life and like being on the road for work it was great to see him um yeah it was sunday su- sunday made me very it was very happy it was very happy because I was the orchestrator of brunch and at like three in the morning at build and gather. I asked Mars, I go, Mars, what time's brunch? And he's like, John Esty was right there next to me. He's like, well, generally brunch is between 11 and 2 p- 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. And he was like, thought I was asking him what the appropriate, he was like going this whole thing, like what the appropriate, no, what time are we doing brunch, Mars? Oh, so that leads into like John Esty and I somehow navigated uh, Kalamazoo without a GPS. We were both very proud of that because that is a fucked up town. People claim St. Paul's fucked up. No, Kalamazoo, it's got fucking one ways and like triangles and like all this weird. It's it's a crazy <laughs> town, which means yeah. it's probably really fun to ride mopeds in. But we get to our hotel, we, we crash out. I start, I wake up at like 9 30, 10. I start texting people like, let's get going. Let's let's do um let's do uh nina's that was a cafe that i had been kind of going to okay we're going i had texted mars and then i'm like 10 30 lobby okay he didn't get back to me but i also did head up kelly well apparently um, the maid service came and knocked on the door and mars thought it was me and he threw a pillow opened the door and threw no, a pillow at the man no, oh <laughs> yes oh, oh fuck yeah oh, no. oh, <laughs> and no. mars and only i would have i would have loved ben kelly right then because like oh, mars in his like freak out mode that he knows he did wrong like oh i'm so sorry like i oh. but no it was a good time <laughs> We all ended up, we didn't go to Nina's. We went to some nice place. Like it was upstairs, like took a bit to get the food, but it was, it was, it didn't matter because we were in good company. Um, yeah, I'm excited to go to the zero swap meet in February. Cause then, you know, it's the same amount of people in the same amount of shenanigans. It's yeah. just, it gives the us all a break from like, games. yeah, it's a good break to like, cause we don't go to rallies. We don't get to see each other. It's like, this. I'm somehow a part of this greater moped community which is yeah. weird to me but well you know. okay what i want to know is how is chad burke's shop looking it's you know chad it's good like i can't compare it to his old shop because i was never at his old shop this was my first building gather oh, and okay. considering you know what is chad what's transpired with chad in the last two or three months and just life working a full-time job blah blah, blah. like yeah. it came together really well the hangout quarters were all set up really awesome um it was still a matter of i felt it was still a matter of setting up uh like sandblaster like the whole um yeah. 
Paint bib paint, starred. The paint, the powder coating booth and oven, I think Mars helped him with. And I was just kind of, I gave him a laundry list of like supplies we needed to make the compressor work for a tank. And Chad just kind of just jumped, jumped around. It, we, his compressor was able to function well enough without a tank, but it was like, okay, we'll just, you know, we made so mopeds made it work and Patrick and Chad did such a good job. Um, yeah. And I don't, again, I, I'm so nerdless. I don't know the levels of um, history. We'll say with, uh, you know, Kalamazoo moped riders and the decons, but the decons did show up and uh, yeah, it I don't know seemed, anything about that. Yeah. But yeah. They're all good people. Yeah, that's Shane, uh, who I had on the show. He gave me some 3D printed uh, headlight bezels, which I got some notes for you, Shane. Uh, I like them. They they fit inside, so that's the key thing. I'll give you some numbers you can maybe play with a little bit, but um, they're awesome. I I can't talk about the next thing. <laughs> I will. Uh, it's rear. It's rear. Rear pulley shit's getting closer, folks. That's all I can say. Uh, the designer <laughs> and I talked for a little bit on that. Um, I did pick up a set of Camino wheels, so I'm happy about that. Very nice. Any other good scores for the weekend? Um, that was already set up before. Um, no, but Andy and Sarah and Jared and Reno and everybody, everyone from the zeros doesn't know this yet. But I think New Year's, I'm going to drive to their shop and, and sandblast the frame and powder coat, powder coat it. But, you know, they don't know that yet. But I'm going, I'm showing up in Toledo, Zero, so just give me a key. Um, <laughs> but, no, it was it was fun. You know, it was just good to see people. And it was just like, you know, just a few of the people just had, you know, it's the conversations and, like, being a part of. And, yeah, it made, it made me yeah. very happy and grateful just to be there yeah. that weekend. That's and awesome. Kalamazoo's a short, oh, yeah. long-distance drive for me, really. It's like eight hours with the time zone change. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's like 11 from Boston or something. Yep. Uh, a lot of the Boston people, like Mars was the driver, and everybody else flew, maybe? I think I think Tripad Dave drove out solo, I think too. a couple of them drove out, yeah. Well. And then three, I think three of them flew, and everybody else drove or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. But we'll get going into your story, uh, Rosanna. Hi, what's my story? Well, we'll get going. I hope you um, have some he, very good leading questions. Yes, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, yeah. we go through people's moped journey. I, the very first time they ever saw moped, smile ride, middle part of journey, what's it's like today. So, Rosanna. Yes. Um, what is your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on it, but you can conceptually know that is a moped. Oh, uh, that would be like way, way back in the day. I was like, I don't know, 10 or 11 or 12. One of my uncles, um, uncle Dan, shout out to uncle Dan. Awesome uncle. Um, he was a big, he always had like mopeds and mini bikes. Awesome. Um, they lived like out way outside of Spokane on this little, in this farming town. And, um, every time we went out to visit, he'd be like, yeah, get on a moped and get on a mini bike. That shit would always burn you. You'd yeah. always have some kind of like wacky burn and then you have to come and pick you up later. And we would just like go like buzz around these like farm roads on, on little tiny bikes. And it was, it was fucking great. We had a great time and like, then we'd hang out in his garage and, you know, try and fix things that had broken. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember the first moped you rode? Or is that just like, what brand oh. I should say? 
I mean, the first moped I rode was, I mean, it was a mini bike. It was an old Coleman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he had one of those trail fifties. Yep. Yep. But that one was like, that was like, it was like once every couple years, mm-hmm. he'd get that working. So as an and adult, what, like. as an adult, what inspired you to, when was the first time you really got a moped then? Oh, as an adult, uh, when was your smile ride as an adult? Because it sounds like you probably had a couple. Because like every little kid loves to get on like the farm bike and kind of fuck around and you know possibly hurt themselves, possibly not. But then like you yeah. know you kind of walk away from that, and then like as an adult you get on it again. Like what was your first bike getting back on them? Well, you boxed it up on Ready Rally. Yeah. So okay. So let's chat talking back there. Yeah. yeah. Um. My first like smile ride, it was not a moped. Can I go with mom? Like, so I came into this. It's your story. It's very your story. Non-moped-y. So um, when I was living out in Hawaii with my sister, she had a uh, Honda 250 Rebel that was like a real piece of shit. And it had a um, like a two by four for a seat, like two two by fours oh, for a seat. Yes, and yes. you had to bump start it every time. So you had to ride it with two people. <laughs> And we were like, it was always in like various states of disrepair. And so we would just like ride that thing around. And that was like a wonderful time. And then later she got a little um, 50cc dirt bike and we would ride that thing around. And then she got the uh, the DR200, the Suzuki DR200. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Chicago, I found a Suzuki DR200 on Craigslist. It was like fucking pristine in Indiana. I went down and got it and it came with a parts bike. So that was my first like adult like Chicago bike. I rode that thing everywhere. And what year was that? Um, I, I oh, like that's a 1993. Okay. So it was like the purple and white, like real 90s colorways, 200 cc um, enduro bike. It, it's like um street legal. I, I, pause. I mean, bike. what year was not the bike, but you? Like when? What time frame did oh. this happen? Cause I was like, you are not that old. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, like, yeah, no, no. It was before, like 2015. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. that long. Maybe 20. Yeah. 2015. And then, um, I met Chad, my current husband mm-hmm. and, and forever husband also. <laughs> um, and, uh, he was in a moped. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Small bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and I mean, I was already in a small, as far as like motorcycles go, all of my bikes have been very small, but then I was well, like, you're a small person. So it makes like, sense. Tiny bikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, so, um, you know, he introduced me to that and a lot of people that do that. And then, um, I met John Kaufman from Kentucky and he sold me the shittiest bike that's ever been sold for 150 bucks. <laughs> Well, at least at least he didn't fleece you on it then, because like no, he didn't. It was a great deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Peugeot 103. I still have it. I just powder coated it. I'm rebuilding it. It's had a hell of a life um, for like many years, and then it got stolen. Um, I was gonna say, I didn't brought it to a build and gather. Okay, that was the one where me and Chad Burke tried to set the points like 40 times in a row, awesome. and it still wouldn't work. And then I just put a magnet on it. Just put a CDI on it. You know what? I got to admit, I may have done that with a Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And then you get a CDI and you're like, oh, I don't have to do that. 
Yeah, it's so much. Once it like I under. And I'm sorry like, to oh. all the purists. You, you're. We need you. You're special. Yeah, Keep yeah. Those points. Power in the points is Andy from the zeros will always say, but I'm just like, but I can just time it and like let it go. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking so, of which, not not yeah. to not to start tooting their horn too much. Um, I am very interested for people to hear what they have to say about the treats points. Uh, are the treats CDIs that are coming out in the next week or so? Because Rigsby kind of oh. spilt the beans. Like they screwed up when they were like setting up the website. Like they had it and they put they. Anyways, it got leaked that they treats have been well, working on this for it. a couple of years. Um, it's their own house brand. It's um, it's been tested by a lot of people. Like I tested uh-huh. it for a minute. Um, it's not as spicy as a HBI. Okay. But it's twelve volt for like a Hobbit. It's a twelve volt system. And okay. Like, With it's the gonna adjustable be, cur- timing curve yep, and all that. Yep. Yep. It's just not as spicy, and it's gonna be more reliable. Like you're not gonna oh. burn it out every six to twenty four months, like you do HPI. Well, that's kind of good. Yeah. So they'll be available. I know for Hobbit, and I can't say what else because I didn't test anything else. So yeah. Yeah. And that that had been kind of hit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but anyways, back to you and your uh-huh. sitting the, the HPI, you and Chad, Build and Gather. Uh, which Build and Gather did you go to then? Do you remember? Oh, man, I, 2018, 2019, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before the pandemic. Yep, uh, well, yeah. Well, we're not that far after the pandemic, so, you know, yeah. I had a great time. I did way too many mushrooms, and I had to um, walk out into the dark. Uh-huh. I was, like, mid-conversation. And I just like looked at the dude I was talking to and I like left and I walked out into the dark and then I just sat in the dark for like an hour, just like looking at people in the light. Yeah. Just being like, they can't see me. It's okay. <laughs> um, that sounded like pretty much far par. That was, who was it? Oh, it was one of the Chicago guys. They had a, they had a, like a mushroom lemonade cocktail. Ah, they made like a tincture. It was very strong. I had very little of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, really I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm right, not gonna, right handsome. Um, That's who it was. I never, um, throw anybody under the bus for their drug use, but there mm-hmm. was a young man there. I just did. Pro- well, that's that's on you and everybody knows that <laughs> like there was a younger man there who's a prospect for a certain club who had like uh-huh. had three or four mushrooms that a guy from boston brought and like yeah. we all kind of looked at him like i know my drug use like i i don't do anymore but i know how shit will handle you uh about yeah. an hour later that young man was done for the night he went up he went into a bus and just took a little nappy nap and just we never saw him again <laughs> fantastic yeah yeah. Uh, i love what and i encourage lots of psychedelics i always do hey sometimes they surprise you you know yeah yeah um but no bill so you get would you paint that bike i want to know okay okay scattered all over it um tiger racing red okay it was when i first got it it was it was the original so it was you could see the blue underneath it but somebody had rattle canned it black because it wasn't stolen ever never stolen yet definitely stolen several times in its life stolen (laughs) from me and recovered i was gonna i want to hear that story because i remember seeing on your facebook or something page like stolen or something like that yeah 
Well, okay. So I used to, I used to call it black ugly, but I can't call it that anymore. Cause now it's got a beautiful red paint job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so it got stolen. Let's see. Oh, I had just ridden it to Indiana with my friend, Angie, who's a non moped community person, but is an all around awesome person. And she, so she'd gotten a cub 50 and fixed okay. it up. And so we rode from, uh, the North side of Chicago to, um, the beach, the dunes in Indiana. I'm I'm ignorant when it comes to the dunes okay. of anywhere. Yeah. So it's like it's a it's a solid ride. It's like fifty miles or something, right? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh and so, you know, we just rented down there, rented it. Oh no, we Chad drove me back because I was really tired. We I passed <laughs> by her house overnight. And then um we had a good party. And then uh, you know, I just I was like, Yeah, this moped's fucking solid, you know. And then I locked it up outside my house and somebody cut the lock and took it. Hmm. And, uh, and Chad had just called me and been like, Hey, uh, is your moped locked up outside the house? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, no, it's not. Oh. (laughs) And so, you know, put on an APB, the whole thing. And it was like this whole saga of like two weeks where like people saw it and were taking pictures and this dude (gasps) was riding it around all over town and like flip flops and stuff. Awesome. Of course um, he was. Yeah. Yeah, Oh yeah. yeah. He was writing the shit of it, you know, some teenager. And then, uh, one of my good friends, Amanda, or I'm sorry, not Amanda, um, but Laurel and her roommate were walking around and it was locked up like two blocks from their house. Ah. They were just like walking back to the house from the liquor store. It was locked up like two blocks from the house. She called me. She was like, dude, your shit's locked up like two blocks from my house. And I was like, I'll be right up. And in the meantime, she goes and gets her roommate and her roommate's like six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Is like kind of crazy looking, and she has like a a um a tooth bridge. Yeah, her name's Amber. She used to be into the moped scene a little bit, and so she like they went up to the kid's house. She like pulls out her front teeth, <laughs> and well, first they were like trying to cut the bike off, and these kids come out. And they're like, "That's my bike." They're like, "It's not your fucking bike." She pulls out her front teeth, and she was like, "Are you a spicy boy?" Because I had a spicy boy sticker on it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, I don't think you're a spicy boy. And they were like, oh, so they just let him take it. So I got my bike back. Awesome. Awesome. I always love to hear the recovery of bikes. I've I've sold a kid two hobbits and both of them have been stolen. And he locks them up is a problem. It's like, uh, dude, I'm not gonna sell you any bikes ever again. Like, yeah, there's, a, there's some places you just can't do that shit. Chicago's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um. Apparently, in a secure parking lot downtown St. Paul, you can't either. Yeah. No, not in the parking no. garage. No, yeah. no. But now that bike has. So anyway, they rode it real hard. They put gas in it with no oil. Of course, I was gonna say that's generally Blast the case. The cylinder. Um. And uh, the uh, exhaust um got stripped red and exhaust uh so full rebuild uh painted it beautiful beautiful tiger racing red um from a really awesome guy in new hampshire and uh yeah it's gonna be back on the road soon awesome um so i got the Pliny w port kit for it i got a real fancy pipe nice yeah sam i went down to sam and we like went um over some of her builds and she gave me a lot of advice yeah sam <laughs> let let sam talk about Peugeot, and it'll be like next tuesday i love her like it's so oh man awesome. yeah she knows so much she's got yeah. so many crazy ideas there's too. so yeah. much going on there it's like and 
she was going to build, she was going to make a head for me for Baker's this coming year. And I know she's, she's been sick. She's got 50,000 other projects. And I kind of, I hit her up about it. She's like, well, I can't, but I, I'm like, don't worry about it. It's cool. Like I, I know she, she works herself into illness is what I think Sam does half the time. Well, the thing about Sam is that if she says she'll do something, she's going to fucking do it. Like if it kills her. And I, that's <laughs> no, why I said, that that's mind. why yeah. I said, you don't need to. Cause like, I don't need Sam's death on my hands because of a <laughs> fucking yeah. head. Um, but let me ask you this. What was your first rally you ever attended then? Oh, that would be the uh, Murano's rally in Chicago. Mm. In, what year was that? Uh, 2016 or 17 or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I rode the dirt bike there. Um, nice. I had met um, Oso playing pool um, down at, so I used to work in back of the yards and he would come and play pool down in the building I worked at sometimes because we had a, a pool table. And um, one of my friends, Crystal, was like friends with, friends with him through pool. And so like, he was like, yeah, come to Murano's rally, all this other stuff. Yeah, so it was nice. And then and then I knew Chad too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Let time we get... had a girlfriend, so I was like, is it okay if I come to the rest? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, do whatever you want. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me ask you this from somebody who is a, not a separatist, not the right word, but like somebody who's not neither. What's the difference between a Hot and Ready's rally and a Murano's rally? Um, At the Murano's rally, they have a, a Takiza or ta- Takizo or Takero. They got the guy that makes the tacos for you on site. Awesome. Nice. I, okay. And I'm already wanting to go to Murano's rally. rally now. Yes. At the Hot and Ready's rally, they have cocaine. <laughs> La- <laughs> That's different. In the words of the wrestler, uh, Buddy Landell, um, if it doesn't snow, we don't go, I guess. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That is my favorite line of like I listen to a shitty wrestling podcast called Jim Cornette. Yeah. <laughs> and this he he loves it. He loved this guy, Buddy Landell's past, but he's like, Yeah, Buddy would literally choose where he worked because he'd always say, Man, if it don't snow, we don't go. <laughs> like um <laughs> Yeah, definitely but, go to the Murano's rally for the food. They got okay. good food. Oh, and if anybody's heard this podcast, they know how much f- how I feel about Mexican food. Like it's, it's, I eat burritos about four times a week. It's really unhealthy, but I don't care. Um, so you went to that. What was your first, um, time you went and we'll, don't worry, we'll get in Baker's, but like your first time of an out of town rally, more than like three hours away, we'll say. Cause you're in oh. Chicago. You're at the. You're at a really cool linchpin. Or you were yeah. at the time. St. Louis. St. Louis. How was it? And the, so, oh shit! Some little ruffians showed up at Building Gather. It was a. Oh yeah, St. Louis was great. We went to Shady Jacks. Um, stayed at. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Matt. Yeah. We stayed at Matt's house. Um, he was such a great, great host. I accidentally walked him on in, in on him in the bathroom in the morning. He was super cute about it. He was like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just like fantastic time. I love Shady Jacks. I love St. Louis. It's a great town. Uh, what's the riding like there? Cause like I, 
I think, and I it depends speaking, on which part of St. Louis you're in. <laughs> I hear St. Louis is a trip, um, but like I hope they make a comeback. I, I like a lot of clubs. Um, COVID was changed the club, and it sounds like it kind of changed that club as well. Um, but um, I hope you know. I hope they do a rally um, soon. I hope they get yeah. like. I actually saw more than two in one spot. Like that was kind of my thing all the time. Like I hear all these legendary ruffian rally stories. And then like, I only see one in one spot at a time. And there's two together yeah. at building Gather, which was awesome. Yeah. Well, it's really tough. Cause like the moped clubs that are, I mean, I think the moped clubs that are strongest are the ones that are like consistently bringing in new people, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. like continuing the. A club you know, versus team. friend group. Like if it's yeah, a friend exactly. group, it's going to fizzle. If it's a club, it's going to continue. Like exactly. that's what I've seen. Yeah. And it's tough with COVID because how are you going to bring people in when nobody can see anybody for a year or two? Right. Yeah. yeah. So. And people have kids, which is silly. And then, yeah. <laughs> um, so St. Louis, uh, what was, I got to get through some of my greatest hits. So you're, um, in Chicago, you're doing mopeds. Um, what what's like what's it like for you in the early days of mopeds like you're riding dirt bikes at first you got the bike that got stolen now you got yeah. it back got a powder coated but like have you ever been a collector if you will like there's some of us that are dorks that like we're sucker no, for the I mean, deal honestly, like i'm pretty low-key about it at this point um i i haven't been into it for that long yeah well, you have you know, and you have like, it. like you said, 2015. Yeah, yeah, that's longer than me. Oh man, I know. There's like so many people out there that have been into this for like 20 years or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like you have your experiences. Yeah. Um, I'm working well, on it. I will say it's like my my the thing that I love about mopeds are working on them. Mm-hmm. And the people. Okay. So that but tells me the kind. Yep. Love writing. Yeah. And so when it comes like, when it comes to that, I'm going to ride a motorcycle because I know it works. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say head, it. People. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I, I, I straddle both sides of the fence on this one. I am not a purist. Like if I. No, and that's fine. Ride, and, th- and that's totally cool. I love mopeds because of the struggle. I and love I also it. love scooters. Nothing wrong with scooters. Nothing I'm wrong not with any of them. Scooters. So, yeah. you know, there's just, there's so many things out there. I would say I am a collector, but I'm not a very specific collector. You know, you... and I also like things come and go mm-hmm. from the collection. One of my favorite bikes that we've ever had was the the Hoop, which was the three-wheeled Chinese pizza delivery bike that had oh, like a roof on it. Oh Lord! Yes, and sounds a sound amazing. System, and it wasn't it wasn't a Bose sound system. It was a Boss sound system, <laughs> but like with the Bose font, and it had like three speakers in it. And the 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 emergency brake had four like speakers. a little four speakers, four speakers in it. And you could fit a case of beer in the trunk, and it had like this little windshield wiper on the front. Of and course, it, it did. Like the squirter on it, but you could mm-hmm. also angle the squirter to like shoot people. on the side and like when you rode that thing around harley dude like if you rode that thing around and you were blasting like j-pop on the stereo yeah harley dudes would flip their shit (laughs) 
like they were like, like there was like a com a weird combination of like anger and confusion that was just priceless. That's so awesome. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um what was the farthest away you went for a rally? Did you did you ever get into distance traveling? I went to Portland. That was a long ways away. Yeah. Did you drive yeah, or fly? I went for the national rally. No, we awesome. flew to that one. Good for good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the longest is Baker's, which isn't really a rally, but I drove that whole thing, and I like there, like from Boston to Portland and back is a long fucking yes. drive. Yes, it is. Like, yeah. oh my god! Like, yeah, I did. I did half that. Like, I did. You know, Minnesota to uh, Portland, Portland to Minnesota, and that was a death fucking march. I can't yeah. imagine. Like, and we did it straight. Ooh. Like, it was yeah. just, um. But we'll kind of, so trying to think out the transition, like you and Cowboys are dating, you guys get married. Oh, I'm married. Yep. Um, you did that, you had that trip in, um, to Yellowstone to the, I, um, you guys move out to Boston area. I'm trying to kind of get into Baker's and all that, like how you got hooked up with the crew you did. Like, how did Baker's, and was that ever really a thing you ever wanted to do before moving to where you did? I did. That was like the first thing I saw. Like when I when I started doing mopeds, I was I, that was like the first thing I saw on the moped calendar that I was like, oh shit, that looks cool. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it, but it was just like. I didn't know anybody that also had the wherewithal to do it and had a bike that could do it mm -hmm. because a Peugeot 103 is not going to do it. <laughs> Don't tell it's Sam. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, yeah. She's pretty determined. Um, and possibly Sierra too, but I had, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say it can't do it. I'm just going to say it's going to vibrate itself apart every God. single day god bless you if you can get it to happen. every single day you're gonna have you're gonna have tighten bolts like every two hours you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever so yeah that was actually one of the first um events that I, I looked at that i was like that sounds really cool and i'd like to do that so yeah but it's just you know i had to meet the right people so kelly asked me um mm -hmm. you know she called me and she was like hey you want to do bakers and i was like i immediately was like yep yes i do awesome um how long out was that? Like how long um, before? Uh, it was like a couple months before. It was like okay. sometime in March. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how we scrambled. Yeah. Like what was your role in the early parts of the bike? Like, cause oh, I get forth from Boston and trying to figure out how to put stuff together. Kelly was like, really, it was mostly her mm -hmm. getting all the, parts together and everything like that and then we just spent um you know probably like five weekends all together uh just getting everything together and tuning it and cleaning and organizing parts and mm -hmm. getting all of our bins and parts bins and everything organized and kind of coming up with a plan that's yeah. awesome you guys did in that short you can do time it pretty pretty quick if you want to if you want to be never dnf and stay up till two in the morning <laughs> rebuilding an entire engine yeah. and then finish last you got it you guys did awesome like <laughs> i i was saying this at building together i think you guys should have got the spirit award like but we'll get oh, into no. that they deserve we'll, that because nope, that last nope. day 
the last day, but you guys had a week of help. But we'll get into that. We'll get into it. We'll get into yeah, it. Like they um, definitely deserve that. They had the they had the comeback kid award maybe for the last oh, day. But no. you guys but had, also you guys didn't quit. You guys didn't mentally crumble like yeah, you guys were fucking with the crash awesome. and everything. That no, they did they deserve that. <sighs> you guys do. I know that you guys because you I I loved everybody we, on, we lived up to our namesake, which is what I'm proud about. Yes. But because we probably anybody, should have not finished. Yeah. I, I bless I have so much respect for teams because I have I have such a a control freak issue that like I can't be on a team because I have to know everything about everything and about everything and about everything. And like I have to look at something. I spent all night just trying to like figure out You just need someone to boss you around, Jim. Oh, I don't do well with that though. If you haven't no. noticed, like I don't. If you got on a team with someone that was just like, "All right, Jim," I'm I'm stuck. If I'll respect <laughs> people, I'll I'll go into my role. But like, yeah. Um. So you guys said you're gonna do bakers. Yeah. Um. Did you guys? I think if I remember the story correct, you and Kelly drove out, and Sierra met you at North Platte. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will definitely, what I said, it was a good drive. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good. Very uneventful. We stopped at the world's largest truck stop. Where's that? In Iowa. I 80. Huh? I've been to, uh, I don't think I've ever been there. I've been to a lot of places in Iowa. I'm actually trying to mantra right now to look for the discord. We're going to go through your memories of bakers. Um, so you guys get there uh everybody has a good chat good rest uh Mm -hmm. did you let me see i'm going route um how was the first day for you guys like taking off Um, the first day was amazing mm -hmm. we took off mike was running great kelly killed it we switched off i did the rest of the day the badlands were some of the coolest things that i've ridden through they were hot. They're so fucking oh, hot. I loved it. Okay, well, I had I had the see, I had the like breezy dirt bike suit on. Mm-hmm. I was feeling good. I was feeling real good. Um, but so that's the day that our clutch broke. I'm pretty sure because we could, we when I came to a stop like pretty close to the finish line, I you know I was yelling at Kelly or Sierra out the window. I was like, hey, it's making a weird noise. Like ting 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 ting. Still going, you know. I think it was like halfway broke at that point. And then the next day, we didn't realize that was happening. It wasn't running right at the end of the day, and we were trying to tune around that mm. broken part. Um, and so yeah, so the second day was, was not as good, but the first day was such a good day. Well, you guys still rolled in halfway decent going in, I thought. Going in, I think into we came in second or third. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys got second. I think you guys got second the first day. Yeah. Because Dylan killed it. And then um, I'm going to go back. Yeah, he we'll was like go- first, first, first. Until that. Oh, I felt so until bad. D- until him. day three. Yeah. <laughs> um, And that was, a, that was oh. a day that broke a lot of people. I fucked up. So I was brutal. testing. Yeah. I threw my bike in the truck because I blew it up uh, yeah. before the race started. So I will whatever. say that was one of my favorite stretches was the stretch that killed his bike was that dirt road. Oh, fuck the gravel road. Like I loved it. I the loved anxiety, it. the anxiety was high for me, but like 
leaving that gravel road and getting into that town, we filled up the bike and started that mountain climb. And mm-hmm. that's when everything, like, that's when my bike really didn't want to fucking do anything. Like, Dude, our bike was going 20 miles. At, I think Sierra, when she got near the top, was going 15 miles an hour. Yeah, I was going, I think I was, I, I think I was doing 30 and I've never been was so it, proud to do 30 in my life. It was, I a did 4, stop 000, and change. Wait, was weight. that a four? It was a 3000 foot gain that day. Oh God. I don't know. Fuck. It was nuts. Like it was big. Yeah, that was a yeah, very, yeah. very high mountain pass. We it was like damn near nine thousand feet. We were up past the snow tree line, like the snow yeah. was. Yeah, that was. Fuck, did that suck? Like, oh, that was the day Kelly did the most badass thing I've ever seen, which is mouth to mouth resuscitation. Our car, the 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 like um, pet cock was clogged. We thought mm-hmm. the car was clogged. It wasn't clogged. We were like, you know, we were like seeing if it was like you know, we were like letting fuel out and we're like, it's coming through and all this stuff. And she just like grabbed the hose off of it, put it mm-hmm. in her mouth and was like, and blew really hard. Yeah. And then it started going and she popped it back on the fuel was coming out <laughs> and I'm like, go, 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 go. It was so awesome. And then we also did the fastest, um, jet change I've ever did. Oh, really? That's that a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me, me and Kelly ran out and she like had the tool and we like wrenched it out. I had the jet ready and bam, bam, bam. And it was like probably 20 seconds. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember going up that mountain. It was like two different worlds, if you remember. Like it was kind of grassy and trees. And then you go on the other side, it's a desert. And yeah, weird. It was nuts. Going into Perry's. Uh mm-hmm. that was <laughs> that was a trip. That was a long I think I was on weird. nine hours for the I did nine hours that day on the bike. Um it was Perry's. Paris was the RV park where you guys rebuilt your motor. You guys had to change your mo- your cases. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy and was, I were still you, trying. Did you end up seeing it? Well, well you didn't because you were on the bike. But, yeah, um, we rolled into there and had to. Wait, that was a different day. Was that a different day? That was day three, Perry's RV park, because. Oh. I'm thinking of a different day. Which, the past that I'm thinking about, because day three was the day that we threw a frame bolt. Ooh, and so that's what why we had to rebuild that motor is because we threw a frame bolt and um, a while it was off, like I pulled off, like the bike started moving real funny, so I pulled mm-hmm. off about a quarter mile up the road, and um, one of the tabs had broken off of our cases. Mm. The engine case. So that's why we had to rebuild the whole engine. It's not because of anything in it, but because we had to replace the case. Yep. Um, um, and that brings up a so, point for everybody. Huh. On MLM subframes, what I have noticed, if you bolt up the, um, always bolt up one side first, you're going to end up having to shim one side. And I use a M or a quarter inch gold washer from heart, from, uh, whatchamacallit, from Ace Hardware. Oh. Those work really well for the shims because that fucked me uh, one year, the year before when I was trying to do Baker's. I was actually pulling the cases apart and causing an air leak. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, and I will send you pictures of the gaps that I... Yep, so I mm-hmm. really wish somebody... I'm grateful for the stuff MLM does, but it's like always like... 85 to 90 percent perfect 
and that yeah. 10 to 15% can really hurt you. Yeah. What, I do want to give say? a shout out to Sierra because when we lost that frame bolt, I lost it. Sierra clocked it and she backed up about a quarter mile down the road and got out of the van and found it. That's awesome. That's yep. so rad. Because we uh, didn't know what was going on. We were like, we, you know, it was like one of the frame bolts that was like underneath and back. Mm-hmm. And we were just trying to figure out what was shaking. And she came back and she was like, is it this? <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome um yeah. no it's, it's really really rad i was i remember you guys we'll see if we can pull let me pull up the um what you call it the and i don't want that i'm i was yeah. gonna try to pull up baker's dozen Let's stuff um but yeah you guys i remember you guys beat me like every i, I think i was actually uh the last person to finish that day going into perry's rv park um Mm -hmm. so day three we'll just go with this you guys uh never dnf you guys had nine hours and 24 minutes on the bike which was amazing and like i came in at nine hours and 43 minutes and we were the last ones to finish because Jordan had his issues. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day was the day we all went into. You guys had. Uh, you, I that was the day we went into Yellowstone. The next day. Oh yeah, yeah. You you guys stayed up, split your cases, put them, new cases back in for safety issue, uh-huh. which I totally support. Um, and when when did you guys finally get to leave Perry's? Oh, we left on time. Did you? Because I thought you guys were oh. still. I thought you guys were still assembling oh stuff as we all left. Because did you meet? Idea. What? Okay, <laughs> I have a stupid, odd memory. Um. Same. Yeah, yeah. You guys had that was a hard play. day. Yes, it I was. I think we did leave late. Leave late. Yeah, and it was like we could. Our everything was off with the tuning on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who rode? Were you having to ride that day? Kelly, and then me. Yep. Um, yeah, there was a Kelly rode all the way up into Yellowstone, and then I rode through Yellowstone. It was just it, the bike was real touchy that day. Mm-hmm. It it was not happy with climbing. It wasn't happy with anything. It was like foggy. It was overheating. It was just weird. Um, so anyway, we like changed a million jets. Turns out we had an air leak on the intake. We figured that out that night. It was that MLM intake. It had a pinhole in it hmm. on the well. Back to, back to 18 to 15% that fucks you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, that was, that was a rough day all around. Mm-hmm. You like, we were all at camp. Like, where the fuck are they? Like we kept it like, cause you guys, I think you guys might have beat Colby back or just barely, but like my chase driver had to drive around the park because he had even number plates. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that's brutal. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I remember seeing you. Oh, I feel so come... bad for him. He didn't even get to see the park. No, but like I love Colby to death and he was such a freaking trooper. He drove around the park and yeah, he got Colby a speeding awesome. ticket. Good job, Colby. <laughs> yeah. Love you, buddy. Love you, Colby um 
I remember seeing you come in and like getting real excited. And then I saw your face and you're like in fucking tears. And like, I'm like, okay, I can't yeah, even you're gonna remember. Tell everybody I can't, I cried, huh, Jim? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I can't remember <laughs> Roxanne's real name. So I'm going to walk away. Like let's call you Roxanne all week. I'm an asshole, Roseanne. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I cried. So what? No, dude, I would have fucking too. Like I that was, was cold. Like, I was so cold. cold I almost hit we... a deer. I was freaking out. Did the buffalo almost get you too? The buffalo almost got me. Yeah, like that was no. cool though. I was I was cool with that. No, I was like cold and tired at the end of the day, and then a deer ran across the road, and then I, I and I was totally fine until I got into the campground, and I just I couldn't find the campsite. Mm-hmm. I was driving around that fucking campground forever and everybody was staring, like looking at me like I was the devil because that bike sounded like shit and it was like super, super loud. I'm driving through all these like camping, like these like family and like church campsites. You didn't have a phone. Get out of here. Yeah. I didn't have a phone. Um, Yeah. So I basically just wanted to like go home and I couldn't find home. Yeah. No, you were such a trooper. I I cried like a little lost lamb yeah but you toughed it out you all did and like it was rebuild day the next like everybody collectively said once we got into camp we're not touching bikes now we're gonna deal with them tomorrow um Mm -hmm. you guys start you guys like were rebuild that was the beginning of the week long the rest of the week you guys struggling rebuilding your bike pretty much every night (laughs) it's missing i'm gonna throw this on youtube because like yeah (laughs) don't worry i had my own let's skip let's skip to the last day (laughs) come on we got to the last day this is what makes bakers bakers though like you guys discovered there's a pinhole uh and like everybody you guys were just wanting to get the bike working and yeah and then also we had we kept having problems with that clog the the carb clogging mm-hmm. so we had the mccuni carb with the it had the jet in the bottom like the the, the vm20 yeah yep. the vm20 it's got the jet in the bottom so you can remove it and change jets yep. really easily which is a great design but apparently not a great design for like high miles in consecutive days mm because we had we just could not we cleaned that thing so many times and it just kept clogging yep um and and so we put the other carb we had on there that was way too big Mm. and so the issue was that for the next couple days we had about an like an eighth to a sixteenth inch of throttle Mm. usable Mm. you went you know, it was either bogging or it was overheating. Yeah. So you were, you, everybody, you were just doing this. This is mm-hmm. the riding position. I don't, okay, podcast, so you can't see my hand, but I'm just <laughs> twitching my fist. Everybody knows, like, the whole, like, riding yeah. on the needle, if you will, and that's what you guys yeah. had to do. It was, like, it was a, it was like a minuscule mm-hmm. radius that you could use. Yep. You know? Uh, how did you guys do, cl- okay, we left... So we had the Jimmy Buffett day. You guys went through the bike. I feel like you fixed a lot of the issues, like or a good chunk of the issues on the bike. Um, yeah. Everybody kind of, and like <laughs> me being me, I'm just like, I don't want to do it. It was anything. at least running and it wasn't like overheating, yeah. dying immediately, starving for fuel or starving for air or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, just the the last day, the elevation changes. It was like, eh. well, I was gonna say, uh, let's talk about leaving. Uh, my my most like fond memory, like they're all fond, but like my most memorable day for some reason was leaving the park. Um, what was that? What was that day like for you guys? Like, I I still haven't heard much about leaving um, Yellowstone. With you guys okay. going through Jackson and like going up those ten percent grade hills, like left, right, left, right, like I I remember more than once like going up those hills after you leave Jackson Hole, those mountains, yeah. and like look like just watching the temps on my bike, and then looking up and seeing fucking got climb again, ten percent grade, ten percent mm-hmm. like wanting to almost fucking cry because I'm like my bike can't fucking take this anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've never looked at a temp gauge like so often in my life. Yeah. yeah I will that... say that. It's like every two seconds you're like, huh, huh, huh. Yep. You're just going, oh no. Like we were like redlining it most of the time. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> There's a reason why I went through like yeah. two, three cylinders. Like, yeah, Everybody I was, was running well, like three. Yeah, I know for sure Team Urban Decay was. They hit some crazy temps. Yeah. Um, Those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so... How was it like going through going into Arco with the the headwind day, as I call it, like 40, 50 mile an hour headwinds in the middle of the desert near the oh, nuclear yeah. research those, center? The last three days, those were the days that like we all almost got killed. <laughs> so we all took our turns at it. We're like riding into a headwind, middle of nowhere, Idaho, you know, and then like this semi, we was me and Kelly. We were like, we just caught up with Sierra. Cause we'd done a pit stop and she took off and then we were like, you know, packing things back with that. And we caught up with her and there was this semi like behind her just doing this. And we watched it like pull out. I don't think she could hear it because mm-hmm. you know, of all the bike noise and it just pulled out and like went around her with like this much clearance, Oof. you know? And we watched her go like, Oof. yeah. And we were just like, oh shit you know and then the same thing on each consecutive day every time we were riding they're like idaho people <laughs> Sorry, Sierra, they fucking suck yeah they are mean drivers yes i they're had ter- the highlight of idaho was jack and jesse from two smokes moped club like that oh it. man they were so great they're good kids love them yeah. like I fucking, whether it was me literally leaving a meal because I could not fucking hear the racist bullshit at the bar at Black Sands Resort. Um, I've never done that shit. Oh, do you remember they made Sierra put on her shirt? Oh, yeah. I no, no, no. I roll okay, up. in from the beach and they were like, Mm-mm. I roll up. I don't know what's going on. I don't know some of the issues you guys have had. I don't know anything. I'm just like taking my helmet up. I just want to lay down, and I see yeah. the I see the swimsuit Sierra has, and some old lady goes, and she is gonna have to cover up if she's gonna come in the bar because this is a family restaurant. I'm like, <laughs> I just fucking got here. <laughs> Love them all. Uh, Fuck them. Like, yeah, God. But, uh, <laughs> but honestly, was... I had a fun time in that park. And also, I just want to point out that Adam Rigsby blew up a really nice raft to float on, and then Chad sorely deflated it. I did see that. That was great. Um, how was so? We leave there. Um, give me one second. 
Yeah, and going into the second to last day was a trip because I shouldn't have finished that day. You guys, I th- I feel like you guys did better going into Haynes, Oregon. Um, yeah, didn't you guys? Like your bike was running somewhat appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were kind of getting it together that day. Yeah. Um, I remember the last day was like mostly just the worst because of nerves and traffic. Yeah. Yeah. It was Um, brutal. People were merciless. Um, that was the day I was having fantasies of just pulling over and living in a cave and just, that's where I live now. Like (laughs) this this is where I exist. The hundred miles, like remember looking on GPS, like hundred miles straight road it's like motherfucker yeah um <laughs> yeah so i remember that back parking lot we we did get a good steak dinner that i stress good ish like it's oregon meat like i don't know i still will say midwest has the best beef in the nation um but it was decent it was decent it was you know it, um it's it's no Midwest beef. I'll say that. Like I love a good steakhouse in the Midwest. Like the beef, it's just is what I grew up on. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, you got how much work did you have to do on your bike in the back parking lot? A lot. Yeah. I think I yelled at you a lot that night. I don't think we did. I don't. At least I blocked no. it out. Like I don't remember getting yelled at by you because I was sitting there. <laughs> I was, that tells you much I was paying attention to you because I was oh, yeah, too busy yeah. rebuilding my bike. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. Because well, yeah, we you, you had borrowed a tool and then Sierra was like. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Could have happened. Not doubt. Yeah. Not yeah, doubt. I think we were both telling, yelling at you. Yeah, that was the night that we blessed all the bikes. Yes, you guys did. That's all I remember. Like, yeah. uh, I, I had to cut a piston in my sink with my Dremel. And Ooh. yeah, that was fun. I had to window everything and yeah. I didn't get that, shipped. That for lady sleep. at that hotel was really sweet. Like we, me and Sierra were like, we'd stayed up. We we're working on the bike. Oh, oh, that was the night. Oh, Kelly had heat stroke. <gasps> oh, damn. she got heat stroke like real bad and was like, cause she got like a really bad, I knew it was happening. And I kept like, I was trying to set up the tent we were like, she was, she, she was like bending over to work on the bike and the way that she, she got this like real bad tramp stamp sunburn, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and she got it like a couple days in a row. Mm. And if you're pale, like, you know, us, us, like, she's also very pale like me. Yeah. If you get a bad sunburn like that, it's like, you're done for a day. Yeah. You know? And so she was like, at the end of that day, she was kind of doing like, you know, some the eyes, the and, zombie walk, you know, yeah, yeah. sweaty and just, you know, it was like heat stroke. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me and Sierra are working on the bike and we like get done and it's like nine 58 mm-hmm. and the hot tub closes at 10 <laughs> and we're like, fuck it. And we like go of it. We're like put our suits on. We like get in the hot tub at like nine fifty nine, and are just like sitting there like this, you know. And the yep. lady comes over and she peeks her head in and she's like, "Yeah, till ten fifteen. Awesome. <laughs> we were like, "Oh, we fucking love you." Yeah. I so did great. get. I did. I uh, see, I didn't like think any, Nice. I didn't think anybody got in there. Like I got in the hot tub for like fifteen minutes when we first showed up. I just put my feet in the t- tub. I was just yeah. like, this, this is what I need. I knew uh, once I got in the hot tub, I was going to go to sleep. So, like, we had to finish the bike first. Yeah. 
I was up till like one thirty two in the morning along with Cowboy and Team Meat, like everybody just struggling. Um Yeah. Uh getting to Portland was fucking fantastic. Uh how was it? Did you who finished for you guys? Was it you? Oh I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did it seem real when it was over? <laughs> yes. Very real. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm so relieved. Yeah, I think that's why I went and rode mopeds again the next day because I'm like, that's just, just what I do now. I ride mopeds and nothing else yeah, every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Day. Um, so, yeah, I don't, we went to the um, the park the next day, and we uh, like the uh, it was like some hike hike mm-hmm. park Portland. Um, you know, you go and you what park is that? Look, it's a you know the big trees, waterfall, etc. Awesome. I think we ended well, we up. We mostly just like wandered around to different parts where there were benches and sat down and smoked weed. Good for you guys. That's fucking awesome. That's what we did. And it was great. And we had a yeah. wonderful time. And then I got a haircut and Kelly got a haircut because we both really needed haircuts. <laughs> and then we went to a TJ Maxx nice. and got t shirts because we all needed clean t shirts. And yeah. there was a man in there that was just walking out with a stack full of pants, stealing them. <laughs> And the guy in the store was like, fuck you. And he was like, fuck you. I'm stealing these pants. And it was, it was a very Portland moment. Oh, Portland. Ah, uh, Portland. Um, <laughs> so we talked about that. Did you get to do much moped stuff after Baker's? Mm, uh, yeah. Let's see. What did we do? Did you hit any rallies the rest of the summer? Oh, oh yeah. We went up to the, um, holy, the, um, the two smokes holy holy smokes, holy smokes. oh you went to the you went to the holy smokes ride this fall yeah yeah they so had a jealous. great fucking ride i love the burlington crew they're yeah. fantastic benny and kate i fucking hate them so much they're so beautiful to look at that's kind of disgusting <laughs> also riding bikes in burlington is awesome are you they near have- the coat factory by any chance there's yeah you're always near the coat factory in burlington <laughs> You, know, you can always get a coat. Yeah. So like, okay. So they've got like all these country roads. We went to like a pumpkin farm, or not a pumpkin farm. I don't know. Pumpkin corn maze. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. Picked apples, did the whole thing, and then like there's an abandoned highway next to the real highway that mm-hmm. you can just ride mopeds on. Awesome. Um. There's also an abandoned dock area. There's just like so many great things in that town where you can just, just like ride around it's like it's just the just the best yes both oh, those kids are good kids fireworks in a cemetery and had to run from a cemetery old man old man old man jones watching the yeah. security i tripped over a gravestone it was oh. not my finest moment uh. <laughs> yeah. um per- they're they're like really um have a fantastic crew up there and have so many cool bikes and are mm-hmm. doing cool things with bikes um their collection is fantastic and they're bringing new people in it too there were like a couple new people that hadn't been there before and just people from all over it's nice it's awesome um yeah, yeah that i'm nothing but positive experiences with both those two yeah um, and then i think we've been to bought we went to a ride in boston and what oh oh yeah we went to um philly yeah oh yeah, yeah. lg and, and chad got yeah. robbed oh <laughs> Sorry, he got pickpocketed. Oh, sorry, babe. Poor cowboy. Yeah. Um, uh, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. Uh, 
how about uh, as we're on time constraints tonight folks um but how about for 2023 do you guys have any moped plans um get out of debt from bakers like the rest of us still and um yes <laughs> uh get the peugeot 103 going super fast okay and um chad's got a hobbit to build nice um i did learn a trick about hobbits if you're not going for the rear mags that treatland's putting out mm -hmm. if you cut a dime in half and each half you put on the cam lobe or the for the rear brake pad the, the mm -hmm. deal that the shoes fit on not the round part but the flat part and jb welded in it actually shims it out and it stops a lot better. It was an old, um, whatchamacallit, it came from Jackson, who's buddies with Andy, who's a designer for treats. But Jackson, like, heard that was an old Ghost Riders trick from Is it, uh, Michigan. Is it a diamond in half? You cut a dime in half, and you fit, like, I'll send, I'll, I'll post pictures about it, like, and JB welded, and it actually puts the shoes out farther because there's so much room in the Hobbit rear drum. So just just a little something. Just a little what knowledge. Ah, I don't know. Metal. <laughs> it's a federal offense to cut them. I know that, but like <laughs> so I, I, just, I was wondering what kind of what kind it's of soft. Metal. It's soft metal. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm over 2022 or 2023. Am I gonna see you guys anywhere soon, later, before, early after? Are you gonna do bakers, any of you? Um TBD. Looks like Kelly's working on some. Let's see. Dives, quarters, <laughs> and half dollars are made out of silver. There you go. Silver. Oh, okay. So you can break them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I just JB welded because that's what I was suggested. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. This is TBD for for me anyway. Okay. Um. Get you know. But I'm trying to blah, 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 life, yeah, school, yeah. things. How about rallies? Are are we going to see you in Ohio in March or February, whatever that swap meet is? It'd be we'll great see. to see. It'd be great to see you guys out there. Yeah. I, I don't plan my life too far in advance at this point. That I, That's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of things can happen. Hey, it's true. Um. Roseanne, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance and Moped Podcast. Um, remember, everyone, like, listen, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, thank you all for listening um, to the show. Every listen matters. So, like, if you guys keep listening, I will keep doing this. Um, and, Rosanna, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Boop, boop. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.